Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one fiduciary page of Talmud every day. Did I just say fiduciary? I did, because in today's page, Yavamot 93, the Talmud raises a question that, no kidding, is at the heart of so much of our financial economic debate. Have a listen. The Gemara specifies the particular contexts in which the aforementioned opinions, all of which concur, were issued. Rav Huna, what is the source for his ruling? As it was stated, with regard to one who sells the fruit of a palm tree to another before the fruit has grown, Rav Huna said, until the fruit has come into the world, he could retract the sale as it has yet to take effect. However, after the fruit has come into the world, he can no longer retract, despite the fact the fruit had not yet sprouted when he made the acquisition. What an amazing sentiment in an age like ours, obsessed with NFTs and cryptocurrencies and Bitcoins, to say basically in no uncertain terms, hey guys, until there's actual fruit that you could see and feel, you don't have any currency. This seems to be the crypto bros nightmare. So it gives me great pleasure to welcome to this show a dear friend, my financial advisor and manager, a writer for Tablet Magazine on all issues, cryptocurrency, technology, internet, Web3, etc. Uh, and he's, you know, not even in college yet. Ben Samuels, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Uh, so I'm very, very smart and I know a lot about crypto and I have very complicated opinions. <laughs> but just for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to pretend like I'm totally on Camp Rav Huna, And I will say to you, hey, man, that money that you keep on saying is real. It ain't real. I could hold a dollar in my hand and I see it. But this crypto that, by the way, didn't it just lose like a trillion dollars? That's just, you know, a big Ponzi scam. Kindly educate me and so many others like me who are very confused right now. I mean, my first reaction is that I feel I had a, a totally different reading of Rav Huna than you did. I mean, the idea that you can make trades. I'm sorry, how dare going. you disagree with me in a podcast <laughs> about Talmud, sir? This is dedicated to complete <laughs> agreement always. Go ahead. <laughs> on the Talmudic model, yeah. Let's just agree with each other. Okay, so you're reading on, on Rav Huna as well. My reading is of Rav Huna is actually an incredibly advanced understanding of, of money. I mean, just the idea that you can trade something that you don't have in your hand is fantastic. So, I, I mean, a lot of crypto people will point out, will have uh, the three stages of, of understanding money. So the first stage of understanding money, which is very ancient, is as just a, a medium of exchange. So it's more or less like a barter economy. So it's inefficient if we trade an apple for a bushel of wheat now. So why don't you sell me an apple? Now I'll use the money to buy wheat when wheat is in season. So it's almost just like a way of making a more efficient barter. You can also cut up the value of items. So instead of buying half an apple, you can get half the, you know, the price of an apple. So it's basically just a barter. It's just slightly more efficient. The next stage of thinking about it is as a, um, a measure of value. So now you have money, which is, you start talking about the price of things. So the price of this apple is such. The price of this apple means the value of the apple, something inside the apple that is inherently valuable. This is a more abstract way of thinking about it. But the third way of thinking about it, which seems to be the one that people always forget, um, is that money is also a store of value. So money is also something that people keep. People keep money in the bank. 
people just hold dollars. People sell things without knowing what they're going to spend the money on. You know, famously, Marx hated this, but it's the it's what underpins the economy is that people people hold money. They buy bonds, you know, that will pay out money with which they'll do what? They don't know. So the idea that money can be a store of value is actually incredibly powerful. And I think Rav Huna is kind of getting at it now, just with the acknowledgement that you can make these deals, you can make these contracts around trading things that don't exist. So you're buying not the thing, you're buying something else, the value of it. And that's what I think is so important to understand about Bitcoin too. People say, what is Bitcoin? It's not real. What does it do? And in a way, they're still thinking of it as if it were just a barter. They're thinking, you know, it's not an apple. It's not a, it's not a bushel of wheat. What am I supposed to do with this? To me, what Bitcoin is, a bet on the power of the idea of value itself. So it doesn't have any practical application. It's totally abstract that they're right. But what it is, is the culmination of this way of thinking about value, which I think is very beautiful, which is that value is the way that we communicate with each other and that our trades are made possible by this idea of value. And by buying a Bitcoin, what you're doing is you're betting that there will always be a common ground that, uh, you know, a marketplace that people can, will always want to go to and trade with one another, talk to one another. You know, they'll want to exchange information. They'll want to exchange things. There will always be a, a substrate to our, to all of our, our shared existence that we can all access. You know, it's a bet on that. It's a bet that there's something underlying our existence, which, you know, sounds divine to me. Which Rav Khuna would approve, I think. Yes, I think so. I think if he, I think if he thought about it. Ben Samuels, you made uh, the teetering uncertain economy uh, sound poetic. And for that, you have our gratitude. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.